Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day out there. Today we're out here celebrating the uh, the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and I mean, really all their achievements, their continued legacy, all the way up from the 99 games to um, really now just beating France recently 2-1, to one, another team that was undefeated in World Cup play so far. And, you know, it's, um, I've certainly enjoyed in, you know, my relatively shorter time growing up in my upbringing how soccer has become much more uh, popular in the United States. You know, part of that might be from being such a fantastic melting pot of a lot of different cultures coming into play, but also the success of the women's team. And I think it's something that as a, as a nation we can take a, a ton of pride in and really our, I don't want to say our dominance of the sport by any means, but it's a very high level of competition for the women's field. I think our men certainly have a, something to look up to and something to aspire to. Um, now again, part of that might be other countries their women just aren't as... Um, don't have the same access or whatever it might be, but either way, we can have a lot of pride for what our country is able to accomplish. So we had a, a very recent 2-1 victory over France. Um, tight, tough game. I didn't get to see all of it, but watch uh, all the highlights and everything. And you know, glad we came out with that one. There are a few uh, really good goals. Um, a good goal by France as well. Good header in, um, and a lot of really close out call opportunities too. So it was never by any means a guarantee at all. But then also, you know, coming up on Tuesday, we face England, and, you know, I'm kind of having fun playing with the idea that, okay, we are 4th of July celebrating Independence Day on Thursday, on July 4th. So on July 2nd, two days before, kind of that historic memorial of us shutting out Great Britain, us uh, truly stating our own independence over our own colony for the United States of America. One more round to kick Britain's ass to kick it. England's ass, um, maybe a little bit more civil, maybe a little bit less gun shooting, uh, but beat them pretty darn good in soccer, so they're a great team, it's going to be fun to see what we're capable of, but uh, definitely enjoying this moment of the United States pride and heritage for our country, for the U.S. women's soccer team as we approach our own independence day and celebration for that, and you know, we'll keep having more podcast episodes coming up until July 4th, but I hope everybody has a fantastic time with family, gets some good time reconnecting with people, and gets, you know, day off a little bit of rest here and there, too. But anyways, today, with uh, talking about the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, I wanted to talk about uh, FIFA 11 and what it is. So FIFA 11, or FIFA 11 Plus, it's an injury prevention program designed for um, soccer athletes primarily a little bit more designed for a female than male, although both the movements are very applicable. And this is really used to reduce the risk of injury in general, but especially to re- reduce the risk of knee-related injury in the athletic soccer population. This is something that's really important because it doesn't get enough focus on, and the injuries for soccer players are some of the most common injuries that do occur for them. And so what this program is, is it's a it's a drill routine that's recommended to do around twice a week with the whole team and everything. Um, part of it as a warm-up conditioner. 
before a skill-based practice. So if we have kind of a what we consider like a skill-based practice of okay, you're going through the program, you're you know you're doing all your drills, you're doing um, scrimmages, things like that. This is something that you'd run through to kind of prep the body to get ready to keep the body accountable. Um, and what it really involves is principles of of movement and principles of improving movement and seeing what we can do based on that. So many of the things included in the FIFA 11 is really a, is a comprehensive program that's designed to, okay, assuming a relatively healthy-ish population, which for our soccer players, we'd hope they are, this is going to help, um, this is going to help provide value to show, okay, here's how we improve our movement patterns, and based on improving our movement patterns, we can reduce the, st- the undue stresses place in different tissues and load appropriately through all our joints. When we load appropriately throughout all our joints, there is no reason for injury. And the load, appropriate loading is has a couple things to do with it. One, it's shared stress and shared force over surfaces that are made that are designed for weight-bearing and compression. And that is not just in one specific area. That can lead to a direct um, wear and tear over time, but it's spread nice and thin. And then full range of motion too, because that's extremely important. Um, with important muscular muscular stability and support. But so again, why I like this is because it's a comprehensive program. It's something. It's not just like, hey, by the way, you uh, you you hurt your knee, so this is uh, what you got to do for this specific ligament or for that specific tendon. No, it's a, it's a comprehensive unit. The knee is comprised of exactly what sits above at the hip, the ball and socket of that bone. Uh, then down below at the ankle, the talus and mortise, and how that articulates and how that moves based on the knee pattern. And you know, we get to you up and down further segments. You, we can even argue that you know a, a shoulder issue could cause um, problems of the knee. Well, even more likely, knee issue could cause problems of the shoulder by working from a poor foundation on the bottom to working our way back up, just as excessive pronation of the ankle can cause that knee to collapse right in. So. We have to make sure we're looking above and below too, but again, this program is made for, it's not for all the specific nitty gritty of, you know, this joint is this, or the four degrees inclination of that. No, it's all about what does the pattern look like? Are we moving functionally? Is this important? Are our hips in kind of quote unquote, um, we're gonna call it for the sake of this, like good alignment? Are my knees um, in good position? Do I have control? And so we work our way up pretty gradually. It starts with some dynamic stretching, kind of getting the hips opened up and everything, getting some good control over them. And after we get the hips moving and everything and go through some kind of some gentle motion, getting the blood flowing, getting the body pumping, getting feeling good, we do different running drills, sprinting drills. Um, there are certainly a lot of strengthening based exercises for the, um, the hips, the knees, the ankles, things and the core, things that we can do for, again, prevention to make our system only respond better with a better amount of healthy movement variability but also resiliency to movement too so that we can withstand forces and stresses when they are placed upon us and and through our own better control we can mitigate the frequency of those poor forces that are placed upon us so you know i've run through this kind of just for myself and everything to um I mean, one, just to get a good vibe of where I'm at and everything, but also to, if I'm going to explain this to my athletes and go through the program with them, I better know what exactly I'm talking about. So, the, again, another reason why I like this is because there's a lot of dynamic activity. You work just like, you know, the other day we talked about the whole kind of stretching controversy and the idea of dynamic stretching 
not as a um, an absolute dynamic stretching, not as okay, this is one defined moment, here's this block of time where I'm stretching, but it should really be the culmination of, hey, I'm starting to move, I'm starting to kind of wake my body up, get things primed, get it moving into a good direction. Uh, then from there, we get more complex, more sport-specific over time, and think of it more as a bridging into the workout. Well, the same thing can be said for dynamic activity for the FIFA 11. You know, you start out pretty mundane, whether it's high knees, butt kicks, whatever. Yeah, sure, that's dynamic. But then you get into cutting drills and running and sprinting um, and jumping and landing. Extremely important for soccer and changing direction that way. And that is a much more accurate depiction of what you're actually doing in the sport. But again, you work your way up into that. It's a gradual flow. And the, another purpose of this inside from injury prevention from the standpoint of let's improve our biomechanics, but, but now let's improve our physiology. Let's improve this ramp-up time period, the ramp-up to this high-level physical activity where we're actually able to make a difference and make a change for people. And kind of that's where the money lies. The money lies in, okay, what can we do to maximize the warm-up of our strength, of our anatomy, of our biomechanics, and what can we do to maximize the warm-up for our, um, our physiology, for how our muscles, our blood, uh, our nervous system responds to the stimulus and the stress that we place upon it. So again, congratulations to the U.S. women's national team. Um, it's going to be fun watching that game on Tuesday. Actually, I'll be at work, but I'll uh, catch, the, catch the highlights of that game after for sure. But then, um, yeah. So check out the FIFA 11 program. Think about, okay, remember that the knee and structural stability and control over that is defined by the relationship with the ankle and with the hip. Because ultimately, the knee is two bones coming together. Um, but we'll keep it simple. You've got your patella, you've got your fibula too, you've got kneecap and that long shaft bone um, on the outside of your leg, on the outside of the calf type area. But it's primarily the, the femur and the tibia. So when the femur and the tibia come together, that's pretty much the knee and the femur is part of the hip bone and the tibia is part of the ankle bone. Alright everybody, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and go USA. All right, simply, not easy.